Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. To see what the Lord has done in, in his investment in us. Hallelujah. So with a rousing applause, rise to your feet and receive the ministry of Reverend Dr. Charles Ose. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, I'm beginning to feel you now. I'm beginning to feel you now. Listen, I came from New York. I'm used to noise. I want to hear you now. <laughs> hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Let me tell you, the shout of the king is in their camp. Hallelujah. And shouting is a sign of victory. Hallelujah. That is why sometimes you may be outside the stadium. But you can know who is winning by the noise that is inside the stadium. Hallelujah. Wow, God bless you. Please take your seat. Wow. This Ohio trip has been finally has finally come on. Hallelujah. They've been clamoring for me to come to Ohio for a long time. Finally, I've arrived. It means there's a caterpillar here. <laughs> that can pull things. Hallelujah. Well, Reverend Gilbert has said enough about me. Don't worry. I'm no stranger to UD. And um, he's been uh, a good son. You know, sometimes it's very too big to call people sons. You know, I don't like those things, but you have to be, you have to be, it is what it is. Hallelujah. And anything he did right, he copied from me. Anything he did right, he, he doesn't. He didn't know a thing at all. <laughs> I saw him like an ordinary church member, like you. So anything he did right, all the anointing and the wild wild teachings, moi. <laughs> Hallelujah. And anything he did wrong, all the mistakes, all the things I criticize him, that one too, moi. <laughs> Hallelujah. But he's been such a wonderful pastor. Amen. You see, Jesus said, you shall know them by their fruits. See, a good way to assess somebody is by their fruits. Not by their talk. No, no, a lot of people can talk. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. No, it's eh. Chatter-mouth. Learn to assess people by their fruits. That's the guideline that Jesus gave us. Do you hear me? Yes. You shall know them, but it's, it's the real test of who somebody is yes. is by the fruit. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Not by their talk. 
or by their looks. Hallelujah. I mean, I don't know about Ohio, but I'm sure it's the same in Ohio. If you, if you walk through New York, anywhere around the 8th, 9th, 10th Avenue, you see people dressed, holding their handbags, going down the road. <laughs> and it's a, it's a walk. Then those touchmen take their makeup. And they and you can't tell whether it is a male or a female. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? As they stand there, I mean, you see the guy, long hair, nice seat, beautiful walking. Unless he says, hello. You see, so it is, it is, you know what I'm saying? It is very, very difficult in this day and age to tell the male from the female from the outside. Oh yeah, from the outside you can't. The all looks you can't tell from the outside. Are you hearing me? You can't. Yes, son. I mean, stand by you. You are going to the elevator and the person stands by you. You can't tell. Wow, this person by, by me in the elevator is male or female. You can't tell. Are you hearing me? So the outside cannot tell. Hallelujah. The only thing that we can use to say emphatically is who can get pregnant and who cannot get pregnant. Okay, okay, okay. Are you hearing me? Yes. It is when it comes to the ability to conceive and give birth. That is the only thing I can tell. From the outside, even some of them look more beautiful than you ladies. Oh yeah. If you're talking about beauty, some of them have done the cosmetics. The beauty for beauty. They fire past you. Be careful. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Yes. So the only thing that you see, I'm talking about the wisdom of Christ. He was so wise ahead of his time that a time will come you cannot tell people. The only way you can assess is by their fruits. Yeah. Many, many say you shall know them by their fruits. Because appearances and looks. Hallelujah. Amen. So when we are talking about a pastor, are you hearing me? Yes. Oh, Reverend Grabber, it's not, it's not by works. Yesterday, Apostle John called me. He said, can you, have you noticed that almost all the young people came from Gilbert's church? I said, yes. You shall know them by their fruits. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So he's been a good son. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. When I say a good son, I don't mean my son, oh. We are all sons of Bishop Dagwood Mills. You see, he calls me Papa, but I want to say, the real Papa is Bishop Dagwood Mills. Hallelujah. I call my little brother. Hallelujah. Amen. He's been a good son of Bishop Dag. Are you hearing me? Amen. So, and I'm happy to be in Ohio. Yeah. 
I hear somebody, some people call it Ahaya. Somebody also called it Oshio. Oh, you. Whichever one you call it, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. And as for your pastor, he's multi talented. This guy, he sings, he conducts choir, he preaches, he's a father, he's a husband, he plays the guitar. What else does he He plays what? He plays the piano too. He does what? He painted the church. It's like, what does Christ can this woman not do? He can't give there. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that one. This Pastor Eugene, this Pastor Eugene, what does this letter he can't do? <laughs> Too much. Hallelujah. But it's a blessing. Amen. So we are happy to be here to celebrate this wonderful. You see, life, life is a gift from God. Not, not many people live to be 50. So when you, give, when you cross 50, you must give God the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a blessing. Amen. Amen. So we are, we are happy to celebrate this day that God has watched over Gilbert's life 50. And, and more importantly, more importantly, okay? More importantly, 50 to be witnessed by your parents. I've been 50. But my 50th birthday, my father was not around. Oh, yeah. My father was not around. So it's such a great blessing that your parents will witness your maturity. 50 that your parents come is rare. It's a blessing. God bless you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, you know, I like to preach, oh? Me and preaching, we are like we are like roommates. So let me preach. Hallelujah. See, this afternoon, this afternoon, yeah. Um, I want to last to know some fundamental truths that will help you. Hallelujah. Bible says, "My people perish for lack of knowledge." Sometimes you don't do well, not because you don't want to do well, but you don't know what to do. You simply don't know because if you knew what to do, you would do and you do well. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So, this afternoon, I'm going to talk to us about a message that our daddy preached. He spoke to us, and I was very blessed by it, and I'm going to share with you. You know, I'm going to talk about labor. Okay, labor for a blessing. Wow. Or work for a blessing. Okay? Labor for a blessing. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, I thank you. Give me the tongue of a little runner. Let the prophetic and the teaching come forth. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Labor for a blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. Why do I say so? You know, <clears throat> can you imagine, I'm, so this guy who made a nice car, okay, he made a nice car, while it looks like a hybrid between Mercedes and Lexus. And after they manufactured the car, they took the car to go and test the car. So they took the car out, this company, put the car on the tracks. The car wouldn't move. 
So they came complaining and what? You made a bad car. This car is not moving. This car is not moving. Even though it's a good car, it will not move because they didn't put gas in it. Do you understand? The car was made well, but the car did not move because they did not put gas in the car. Because the car is meant to be operated on gas. Do you get it? So no matter how nice the car is, without the gas, it will not move. Because the car was designed to operate on gas. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, so, will you call somebody, so, can you say that that person is dumb? Of course he's dumb. How do you make a car you don't put gas in it? Are you hearing me? Yeah. And this afternoon, may you not be dumb. No, 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 don't be. That's what I'm teaching. Teaching. I'm prophetic. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. Genesis 1, 27. It says, So, God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he them. Male and female created them. That's how God made the manufacturer. The manufacturer. He manufactured something. And after he manufactured that thing, next verse, then God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the best of the air, and over every level thing that moves. God did what to them after he created them. It was after he blessed them that he said, now that you have been blessed, you can have, you can be fruitful, you can multiply, you can fill the earth, you can have dominion. So you were created and then you are filled with a blessing. So you operate on blessing. So without a blessing, why do you expect to be fruitful? Without a blessing, how do you expect to have dominion? God who created you said, look, after I, I manufactured you, I have to put something in you that will give you the ability that something is the blessing. So without a blessing, don't expect to be fruitful. Without a blessing, don't expect to be multiplied. Without a blessing, don't expect to have dominion. It is the blessing that gives you that ability. So what I'm trying to say is that the species, the human being, the, the creation of God is meant to operate on a blessing. That's the gas. That's the gas. So without a blessing, your life will not move. I'm preaching. So the first thing you must desire as a creation of God is do I have a blessing? Amen. That's the first thing. Do I have a blessing? 
This is when you start your car. Do I have a gas to move? That's why you check your gas gauge. Do I have enough gas to move? Do I have a blessing for this job? Do I have a blessing for this marriage? Do I have a blessing for this church? Do I have the blessing to make me move forward with this project? Because you were meant to operate on a blessing. He did not say be fruitful without blessing them first. He did not say have dominion. He said, oh, Raymond, my wife, she's stubborn, oh. she doesn't listen to me. Everything I say, she doesn't listen. You, see, you cannot dominate it because you are not blessed. When you are blessed, she will listen to you. <laughs> so stop complaining and go and look for a blessing. Because when a blessing comes, you can dominate. Dominion comes after a blessing. I'm telling them, Rev. In my life, oh, you stop on money. Oh, you not stop on. You'd like a blessing. <laughs> Do your homework. Get some blessing on your life. <laughs> Everything I do, I don't prosper. Get a blessing. Get a blessing. I say, get a blessing. Because why are you angry at the car that will not move when the gas tank is empty? Although it's new. Although it's maybe a new car. But the tank is empty. He did not multiply them until he blessed them. He said he blessed them after that. Get a blessing. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Yes. Get a blessing. Hallelujah. That is how he wants us to operate. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Labor or work for a blessing. Because when the blessing comes, then you function. Hallelujah. Another scripture is 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 9. says Samuel chapter 2 verse 9. The second part. For by strength, for by strength, no man shall prevail. For by strength, no man shall prevail. It means you don't operate on strength. For so those of us who believe in our ability and our strength, it doesn't work. For by strength, you see, I'm teaching you principles. You operate with a blessing not by strength. For by strength shall no more prevail. So those of us who put our confidence in our strength. Hey, as for me there, I'm beautiful. Hey, I've seen ugly girls get married. You are not married. It's not by beauty. <laughs> for by strength. For by strength. Look, I've been a pastor for a while. I have officiated weddings. And as I, sometimes when I wear my purple and I see the bride, and I see the, the bride coming, and I see the other ladies in the congregation, I can see that Charlotte, they are beautiful girls there, but it's not by beauty, it is by a blessing. <laughs> it's not by strength, for by strength shall no man prevail. Don't put your sometimes you see that I mean, some, somebody has you, you got a higher degree, but someone with a lower degree is doing well than you. 
You're overqualified. For my strength. For my strength shall no man prevail. So don't put your, your, don't put your strength or your confidence in your strength. Oh, as for me, I'm a smart guy. You are smart for what? For my strength. Shall no man prevail. You will not win because of your strength. You will not win. Oh. Media, eh? Mm. You don't know me, eh? Yeah. When you are coming, did you check yourself before you came from talking to me? Do, do, do I look like your type? That's why you are still there. Well, your type is not around. For by strength shall no man prevail. For by strength. Oh. Yes. You were more qualified than the person that entered you, but they took the person. Man, they are racist. It's not by racism, it's by a blessing. When you are blessing, whether you are blue color, green color, yellow color, listen. When Joseph was blessed, I said, when Joseph was blessed, even in the pit, something lifted him up. Wow! It's a blessing. When you, because of because Joseph was blessed, no matter the circumstance you put the guy in, in the pit he came out, in Potiphar's house he came up, even in prison they made him the boss of the prisoners. When you are blessed, it doesn't matter where they put you. In Ohio, look, you see, you are not doing well because Ohio. Look, it's not Ohio. You can be Ohio, Ohio, you won't prosper. It's by a blessing. <laughs> it's not Ohio. Look for a blessing. For by strength shall no man prevail. Listen to me. I mean, you are not healthy because you go to the gym. Oh, as for me, I go to the gym. I pump. No, if you are alive, it's the blessing of God. It's not because you go to a gym. It's not because you go to a gym. I knew somebody who was at the gym pumping irons, had a heart attack, and died at the gym. Pumping irons. In the midst of the irons, he had a heart attack and he died. And you, the last time you went to a gym was New Year. Yes, <laughs> You went to a gym. Was the year? I, 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 I know. I mean, New Year. You bought a new treadmill. You have even bought an electrical. And when I come to your house, there are clothes hanging on electrical. <laughs> the, the electrical has become a clothes hanger. Since the last time you bought the electrical, you set it up. You argue with your husband. You quarrel with your husband. Set it up. Set it up. He set it up. After he set it up, you haven't used it again. <laughs> Was the last yes. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm saying I'm saying don't exercise. I'm a doctor. Listen to me. I'm a doctor. Just in case you know I'm a physician. Okay, I'm a fully qualified licensed practicing doctor. Anyone? So I know medicine. But I'm telling so, so I'm not saying don't neglect your health, but don't put your energy in that. Don't put your confidence in that. To the point that Sunday when church meet is over, I'm going to the gym. Go and pump. Yeah. When it's time for choir rehearsal, no, you know. I'm telling them. I'm telling them. Time for choir rehearsal. When it's time for the choir to rehearse, he said, well, 
go get some muscles. I got muscles. They said to me that the real spiritual system, they are not looking for muscles. They are looking for spirituality. <laughs> real spiritual sisters. It's this type of shallow girls who are looking for muscles. Real girls are looking for spirituality. Because that, see, look. Don't put your confidence. Oh. Well, we know how to marry. I've read all. Look, there's a guy, the guy who wrote about 10 steps to a good marriage. Okay? He wrote 10 steps to a good marriage. After he reached around, the, after he finished all the 10 steps, he himself got divorced. How <laughs> 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 no, is this guy? Um, what's his name? Huh? What's his name? Um, Marsh Monroe. That's the guy you don't know, Marsh Monroe. I'm not telling you, Marsh Monroe. Uh, who was that guy? Medoc. Medoc. Yeah, one of the Medoc. He wrote, it's not a fairy tale. He wrote 10 steps. Ten. So, to exorcise, 10 keys. Ten, 10 keys to a successful marriage. By the 10th key, himself was divorced. It will tell you that it is not by keys, it's by a blessing. <laughs> it's not by keys. For by strength. I said, for by strength. I said, for by strength. Yes. So I want you to understand how you operate. Hallelujah. Yeah, don't put your confidence in your strength. Yeah. Oh, as for me, I know how to keep a man. I know how to cook. I know how to clean. I know how to make it makeup. Please. Princess Diana. You didn't sit up. <laughs> Easy it up. <laughs> you have to think. You have to think deep. Hallelujah. Amen. So that you can put your emphasis on the right thing, yes. which is the blessing. Yes. For by strength shall no man prevail. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why the patriarchs, Abraham. See, Abraham, Abraham, as you go, they understood blessing. So you can see that all their activities were geared towards getting a blessing. Because they know that the thing is operates by blessing. That is why they were very greedy. I mean, one person who was greedy for blessing was Abraham. Abraham, God bless him. God bless him, Abraham, I'll bless you. When he met Melchizedek, you show me that God has blessed. He asked for another blessing. Because he knows that the thing is operates by a blessing. So they understood blessing. Esau and Jacob, they, see, they understood the blessing. Jacob understood the blessing so much that he was willing to steal a blessing. Let me tell you something. Don't steal. But if you have to steal anything, steal a blessing. I said don't steal. But if you have to steal, steal a blessing. Jacob stole a blessing. You go and lie to your dad that I'm your brother and you are not. Aren't you stealing? <laughs> he stole a blessing. Yeah. Hey, my brother, it's not going to steal, no. Hey, if you have to steal, don't steal a beloved. Thank you. Don't steal somebody's beloved. 
You have seen that they are going together, and then last night they had a quarrel. And as soon as they had a quarrel, you come, hey, how, how's you and John? No, no, he's really annoying me. John really annoying me. Last night, the way he spoke to me, I was mad. Hey, hey. Then after I hang on the phone, he called, John, how are you? <laughs> you are still in a beloved. Because you know that there's a problem between John and Kukua. So as soon as you hang up the phone with Kukua, you have called John. John, how are you? I was just checking on you. Is everything okay? No, I, is there anything I can do? Shame on you. <laughs> because you knew right that he had just had a quarrel with Kukua. You are still in a beloved. Still a blessing and not a beloved. And I'm showing the power of a blessing. Even though Jacob stole the blessing, which was wrong. The power is so strong, he prevailed. Yeah. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. So this, so this um, afternoon, I'm talking about labor or go for a blessing. Labor, work for a blessing. Work for something that will bring you a blessing. Amen. Because you operate on a blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you want to know how to get a blessing? Yeah. Are, you, are, are you interested now? Yeah. Do you know that? Ask your neighbor, do you know how you operate? Say, do you know how you work? What did they say? They work by what? Do you work by what? By a blessing. Yeah. That's why you have to labor for a blessing. Look, it was because of that that in Proverbs 23 4. Show me that. Let's, let's look at that scripture. Proverbs 23 4. Proverbs. You see? Labor not to be rich. This I'm teaching you. Labor not to be rich. You are lab- if you you are working. You see, labor not to be rich. Cease from thine own wisdom. Your wisdom will tell you, let me work to be rich. But the Bible says that's your wisdom. It's a mistake. When you do that way, you will not be rich. If you want to be rich, then don't make it your aim to work to be rich. Make it your aim to work for a blessing. It's the blessing that will bring you wealth. But your mind will tell you, let me work to get rich. Cease from your own wisdom. It's a mistake. Labor not. Don't make it your aim that I'm going to work to be wealthy. No, rather make it remember I'm going to work to earn a blessing. Because when a blessing comes, whatever once I am blessed, everything I do will do well. Because I operate on a blessing. Are you hearing me? So don't don't labor not. You see, that's why it says cease from your own wisdom. Because your own wisdom will tell you work to be rich. But that's wrong. Hallelujah. Yeah. Look, when people are blessed, they are blessed. When people are blessed, they are blessed. Hallelujah. And as much as it may not be in the Bible, the Rastafarians always say, Who who are blessed? Uh, I think it's it's true. Who are blessed? When God blesses you, no one can curse you. Because the, because the Bible said that the blessing of the Lord, it make you see, you see, am I, I'm teaching you, right? Yes. Are you understand the teaching? Yes. The Bible says, labor not to be rich. Because if you, are, if you work to be rich, you are doing the wrong thing. You are, you see, you want to solve a problem. Okay, let me tell you, you want to solve a problem. The problem is you want to be rich. Is anybody here wants to be rich? 
No, no, I am asking. Is anybody who wants to be rich? If you don't want to be rich, then get out because I don't want to preach to poor people. <laughs> Let me give you advance notice. I am not interested in preaching to poor people. Your poverty has nothing to do with your spirituality. Being poor does not mean you are holy. Being poor does not mean you are anointed. So I'm not interested in preaching to poor people. Then go out. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm here to, I am here to preach to people who I, I want to prosper. I want them to do well. I want them to succeed. Because the patriarchs were rich and, pop, and prosperous. Your poverty has... Look, if I have time, I'll tell you so many things. Listen. See, you, poverty, poverty is, does not mean you are holy. At all. Neither does poverty means you are humble. If anything at all, if anything, you can I tell them something? If anything at all, there is, a, a, there is something called poverty induced humility. P-I-H Poverty Induced Humility So this, the person who said Oh, director, chief, master He's poor, you give me money And you see how you behave Oga Baba Boss Chief He is poor He needs something from you Why do I say he's not humble? Because, you know I travel I travel and I go to Ghana sometimes. And one time I was at the airport. Had my luggage. The same person. Oh, chief, director. Boss. Oh, chef. Some, something small for the boys, oh. He looks, oh, can I carry your bag? So humble. Can Your boys are here. I mean, you would think, see, these are all humble sounding words. Can you believe that when I tell my they are stolen my luggage? Hey! Your boys are here, oh. So the, <laughs> so the person's chief director, it's not, it's not humility. He's poor. He's really not humble. If you want, like, that's why somebody said, look, if you want to know somebody's real character, wait for them to be rich. Because when they are poor, you can't tell. Yeah. Look, you can't trust poor people. Yeah. The same person who's like a nice, he came from, he doesn't have anywhere to see. Oh, sister, oh, ma, oh, ma, oh, ma, oh, ma. Let him get his papers, then you see how the person is. I'm anointed, so I know how to preach. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. So I'm not talking about poverty here. No, 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 no. Pray that you'll be rich. Amen. Are you hearing me? Yes. Look, pray that you'll be rich. Pray that you have look, all of you should be rich. You, all of you must be richer than your parents. Amen. I, say, I receive, it. I receive it. You must be richer than your parents. If your parents have a one house, you must have ten houses. I it. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So, so it's not a gospel for poverty. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. But the Bible said, labor not to be rich. I'm trying to explain to you. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. So, everybody wants to be wealthy. Everyone wants to be rich. That's what we are all aiming for. 
But say, don't go about it working for it like as my succeed by almonds. Then you are going with the wrong way. There's a right way to go about it. So far, do you hear me? And that right way to go about it is that go for a blessing. And when the blessing comes, it will make you rich. The blessing of the Lord, it make it rich and added no sorrow. So rather go for the blessing and the blessing will make you rich instead of working for rich, which you will never get. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. One of the things that I love doing is dedicating church members' houses. Oh, when the Rev, I bought the house, come and dedicate. I'm so happy. It's my joy. It's my joy to dedicate your house. And when I say your house, I mean a mortgage-free house. I said, I mean what? A mortgage-free house. I'm happy to do that. I, I like church members to be rich. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. So let us aim for what brings a blessing. Because it is a blessing that will make you rich and add no sorrow. Amen. Amen. So labor for a blessing. Amen. Amen. Number one. I'm talking about things that brings the blessing. Number one. Malachi 3.12. Malachi 3.12. Number one. Malachi. All nations shall call you blessed. For you shall be at the last of the land. Say the Lord. Go to verse 1. Why would all nations call you this? Okay? Why will all nations call them? Continue. But he will say that all nations will call you blessed. And the reason why all nations will call you blessed is maybe verse 10. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. Fabra. Fabra. Bring in. I like it. Fabra. Bring in all the tithes into the storehouse that they may be meet in my house. So, I, I, I want to speed it up. Bible says, one way that you can be guaranteed that God is going to bless you is when you pay tithes. Yeah. You are preaching, you are preaching. I'm preaching to you. Yeah. Because I want you to prosper. I, I don't, I, one way that God can bless you is when you bring the tithes. So, instead of laboring and keeping all the money which is, which is cursed. You are better off making sure that you bring a tithe. Once you bring a tithe, whatever is left, God will bless it. And I'm telling you, when God, I believe in blessings. I absolutely, 100%, without a shadow of that, believe in blessing. I believe that when God blesses something, even what is enough becomes more than enough. That's right. Amen. So, Ohio, yes. Amen. nobody here should not pay, shouldn't be a non-tithe payer. You are calling a case. Look, the human race that God created operates on blessings and curses. At any point in life, wherever you are, you are a professor. At any point in life, wherever you are, it's a summation of the blessing and the curses. You it's a summation. It's, 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 it's a blessing and curses. So, let's say you have, you are here, and you have ten blessings. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. This is where you are. But you have something that, that you also did that brought a case. So about uh, about 
about about let's 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 start with about six cases. So one, two, three, four, five, six. So you are at this point because the summation of the total blessing and then the curses. That's why you are here. You understand what I'm saying? Is it simple enough? So, let's say another person has ten blessings. He he did he did ten blessings that brought him a blessing. This person did ten things that brought him a blessing. One, two, three, four. So he's here ten. But this same person has also done twenty-five things that brought him a curse. You are actually in the war now. That's why you are in the war. Yes. That's your life. That's your life. That's how God created you. So, leave your... And some of the cases, they are unavoidable. Especially if you're in Ohio. (laughs) Are you hearing me? Especially if you're in Ohio. Some of the cases, you know, a a common case, that shall not lie. A lie is a case. But especially when you're in Ohio, when the you, what's your name? Margaret. No, I'm not Margaret. Yeah. <laughs> Are you hearing me? No, it's tough because you have to do this. Oh, oh, when did you come into work today? Oh, I came in at, uh, I came in at eight. No, you came in at night. <laughs> we are all here. You're all here. Okay. Uh, you know, little, little things. So, what I'm trying to say is that. Always desire that when there's an opportunity to get a blessing, go for it. So that at the end of the day, the blessing will overcome the cases. Some of of us, even the cases are from the family. Oh, yeah. It's from the family. Some grandfather, grandmother did something where he ran the case. I mean, you, you, but when you, the Bible 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 talks about the guy, the Bible Bible talks about the guy that he was born blind. He was born blind. Some problems, they were there before you came. That's right. You didn't contribute towards it. But you can overcome. You, are in the, you came in the negative. That's right. But you can overcome it by a blessing. Amen. Amen. So please, don't be a non-tight payer. It is better to bring that thing and let be blessed. Because you, you are that let's say you get a hundred dollars you see the 90 that is blessed is more profitable than the hundred that is case if you like try it and see you keep all the hundred some bill are some bit you don't even know where the bill came from <laughs> some red light tickets I don't even know where the thing came from Anyway, hmm. all right. So number one, be a tight payer. Hallelujah. Yeah. Number two, work for God. Yeah. Every time you have an opportunity to do something for God, work for God. Yeah. Exodus twenty-three twenty-five. Exodus twenty-three twenty-five. And ye shall serve the Lord. And he shall serve the Lord your God. And what will he do? And what? He shall do bless what? And I what? 
and he, he will do what? Listen, I'll speak to you like a prophet. You want to be healthy, work for God. Don't put your confidence in your insurance. Oh, I got good health insurance. Oh yeah. I'm talking to you as spiritual people. Don't put your it's good. Oh well, my, my health insurance is so good. Don't put your confidence in it. Most of I told you that I'm a doctor. Most of our diseases come from what we eat and what we drink. Yeah, that's what you don't know. What's what Most of our diseases come from our eat and what we drink. So when God said, I will bless your bread. And I will bless your water. He said that I am removing um, the thing that carry diseases to you. I am removing them so that you will not be sick. Amen. May your blood be blessed. Amen. May your water be blessed. Amen. May your blood be blessed. Amen. And may your water be blessed. Amen. That's what that's what you need. That's what you need. That's what you need. I will take sicknesses away from you. That is why I decree, I decreed and I declared in my church in Manhattan that no woman will die from breast cancer. Amen. We burn the spirit of breast cancer. Jesus. I said we burn the spirit of breast cancer. Amen. Your breast is a, something for your husband to enjoy. Not a death, not a death trap. Not a death trap. Your breast was not meant to kill you. It was meant for your children and your husband to enjoy. Amen. I burn breast cancer. Amen. I said I burn breast cancer. You will not be diagnosed with breast cancer. Yeah, I curse that spirit. I say I curse that spirit. No lady in this Ohio church will be diagnosed with breast cancer. I curse that spirit. I mean, go and do your annual mammogram, whatever they ask you to do, fine, but don't put your confidence in that. Put your confidence in the fact that you serve God. And because you serve God, He will take away sicknesses from you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, Hallelujah. Amen. I will bless you. So, every opportunity to serve God, do it. Quarry hands are come. Amen. Look, I'm preaching for you. Quarry hands are come. Where is he? Don't say that ah, this Eugene, every time he's calling us, he, he doesn't know we are tired. Quiet rise and they should come. And they should come on time. I'm telling them. Church service on time. Visitation on time. Outreach on time. Prayer and fasting for time. I once told my church members that look, all of us at the end of the week, we clock in 40 hours at work. I'm, I was, you must also clock in hours you work for God. At the end of the week, you can say, look, I work 40 hours for, for Pfizer. I've also worked 10 hours for God. You must clock in hours that you work for God. It's a good policy. It's a good policy. You must clock in. Just as I have done 40 hours for Pharaoh, I have also done 12 hours. And clocking your time. The time you pray for the... I want to say work for God. I mean you pray for us. I pray for church members. You visited somebody. You came for a rehearsal. You did something for God. You can clock in that road. This is my clocking. And get over time for God. It's a good policy. Have some hours. And it's not only for the pastors. Everybody here. 
have some hours at the end of the week that you can say that this hours I spend for God. This hour I spent. You see, let me tell you that I spent two hours calling this new member and encouraging her. I spent one hour visiting this person. I'm working for God. I'm serving God. And therefore, I stand on that basis. And I decree that because of that, God, cancer will not be found in my body. Take away. He shall bless. So, 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 you see, <laughs> listen, let me tell you something. The bread is healthy not because it's organic. Oh, me, we only buy organic. <laughs> From whole food. Oh, well, we don't buy as for us, you don't buy bread from uh, Walmart. Walmart. Our bread are from whole food. Whether it's from whole food or half food, it, unless if God does not bless it, it doesn't do a squat. Yeah. <laughs> I came to preach to you. The, the bread is healthy, the water is healthy because God blessed it, not because it's pure water or aquafina or. What is it? Voltic. Well, Perry, uh, as for me, I only, I, I, I was one playing something like, go, you know, I play golf too, you know. Hey. 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 Well, 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 I only drink Perry. I say, hey, where are you? People are breathing. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. So it's not Perry water. It's whether it is blessed. Or not blessed. That's where it is. Of course, I'm, I'm careful what I eat. You see, I'm telling you. See, think is the blessing. Something higher. What take the sickness away is because there's a blessing in it. Hallelujah. So, and God said, when you said. And serve said, serve said, serve said. It's not preaching. I mean, how many of you can preach like me? Anyway. <laughs> so I'm not asking you to preach like me. That's not what I'm saying. Huh? This guy looks like he can preach like me. <laughs> I'm, not ask, I'm not asking you to preach like me. That's not what it is. And God is not asking you to preach like me. He says, serve. Every, the little thing you can do, serve. Some of you can just pray for somebody. Just pray for somebody. Can sing. I mean, Francis, the Zion songs. Songs of Zion. <laughs> yeah, sing. Clean, 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 clean. Take the hoover. If anything, I thought there should be a competition about who hoovers the church. Not that after church you are looking for people. Rather, there should be a queue because you know that because I hoovered this church, this thing, I, I hoovered, there's a blessing. That is why, that is why, that's why all my menstrual cramps, they're all gone because I hoovered the church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Labor for a blessing. Amen. Are you hearing me? Labor for a blessing. Serve God. Serve God. I'm telling you how you serve God. Not like it's serve God. Become a dancing star. Yes. Yes. Music, worship star. Yes. Whatever star they name you are inside. Yes. 
And because of that star, you're going to get an A in school. Amen. You're going to get an A in school. Amen. I'm studied. Don't if you don't do your homework, I'm going to beat you. You'll be surprised. <laughs> I want you to study, but believe in the blessing. Amen. And the blessing. See, do something for God, Amen. and God will make you shine. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There are more. Hallelujah. Labor for a blessing. Yes. Labor for a blessing. Amen. Another way you can go to So I've talked about paying the tithes. Yes. Serving God. When I say serve God, eh? you see, here, here, if God said, oh, and you shall be a preacher. No, no, no. You see, then God is being discriminatory. Yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 It's a serve. Yeah. Except me said, yeah. anything in the church, from opening the door yes. to closing it, to children's church, to cleaning the bathroom, to pray for somebody, to become being in the choir, being in a prayer warrior, even being somebody who decorates, put the balloons in the church. Anything said means serve. Only that at the end of the week you must clock in your hours. Ask yourself, how many hours have I served God? Yeah, that's all. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. Alright. Next one. This is a quick one. Labor for a blessing. You see, the one one is labor for the blessing from your pastor. Yeah. Because he's a good man. Yeah. That's, what I'm, that's what I'm making this point. Yeah. Work in such a way that he will bless you. Yeah. Numbers chapter 6 verse 23. Numbers 623. Numbers 623. It says, Speak unto Aaron. Who's Aaron? The high priest. Who's Aaron? Aaron was a high priest. Okay? So God, God is saying, Speak unto Aaron and unto his sons who are like the priest. Okay? Tell them. God told Moses, Tell Aaron who's the priest and all the priests, all the pastors. Tell them. God told Moses, Tell uh, uh, Aaron and all the pastors. On this wise, ye shall bless the children of Israel. On this wise, God is saying that, look, I've created the people of Israel and I've made you the priest. And since the, the people operate on the blessing, this is how I want you, the priest, to bless them. Saying unto them, the Lord bless thee. And the Lord be. Say, do you what? Sing. Do you what? Sing. Do you what? Sing. So you get blessed from the sayings of your pastor. Amen. You get the blessing as your pastor speaks Amen. over your life. Amen. God is saying that this is the way. God did not say that. Uh, the, the Aaron and the people should bless the people. So, uh, in this way, shall you bless the people? Buy everybody a car. No. no. The pastor is not meant to buy you a car. The pastor is meant to bless you by speaking. I'm showing spiritual things. Spiritual. Because the blessing is in the mouth. 
of the pastor. There's a difference when there's a difference between your boss saying God bless you and your pastor saying God bless you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Big difference. You are at work, you are working, but you are working and then you see then all your colleagues say, bless you. Listen to me. They are getting they are giving you a code. There's no blessing in that. <laughs> I'm preaching. It's a code they are giving you. You are better. You are better off moving away. So and don't catch the cold. There's no blessing. You are not catching a blessing. You are catching the cold. It's a cold blessing. The blessing is in the mouth of the priest. That is why you must relate in your pastor in such a way that you will not grieve him, but rather you will be a son. You will, Paul said, "I thank God." Upon every remembrance of you, not that when I remember you, I begin to cry. Yes. Don't give your pastor headaches. He's a good man. Encourage him, help him, support him, so that out of his back. Hallelujah! Yes, because the blessing is in his bow. That's how God created it. Go say that you let the priest speak. On this wise, this is how, on this wise. This is how. This is how it's done. On this wise, this is how it's done. The priest must speak a blessing over the people. It's in the Bible. So always make sure that when it comes to your pastor, you see, you can lie to everybody, be rude to everybody, but don't lie to your pastor. Don't be rude to the pastor. And I'm saying it. Don't be rude. Don't lie. Don't aggravate. Don't insult his wife. Hey! Uh, as a reverend, reverend Gilbert, we know him is nice, but, but uh, Mama Mavis. <laughs> I can't stand her at all. He saw the way she came and the way like, please, please. Uh, Uh, I'm preaching. Don't do things that cause aggravation. But as you are criticizing his wife and you are insulting him, you see, let me tell you something. His wife is his choice. So when you criticize his wife, you are criticizing his judgment. Are you hearing me? I'm preaching. When you criticize, you are criticizing his choice. Yes. Because after after he has done everything here, when you go home, she's the one who's going to comfort him. And if you have aggravated his comforter. <laughs> if you have aggravated. You see, have you slept with the comforter and your horse in it? <laughs> In it. How can you be comforted? Now, if you love him, make sure that his comforter is soft. If you love him, make sure that his comforter is soft. 
so that he's comforted at home. Amen. So that when he, you see, don't be a source of concern. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Mind you, I'm telling you, your blessing is in his mouth. Yeah. So don't aggravate. it. In this wise, shall you bless the people. Say, Preaching. I'm preaching. Hey, has somebody told you anything? No, no, nobody has told me anything. I do, I do, you do need to tell me a squat. I am a prophet and a teacher. I prophet. And everything I'm saying is for your own good. Because next time I'll come here after church, I want to say, Reverend, I want you to come and dedicate my house. I said, last time I come here after preaching, you said, Reverend, I want to, Reverend, come home, come home. Me, hey, look, 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 whether you like it or pastors, you like nice. Next time I come, I say, Reverend, come and look at my car. Amen. Then when you open the car, the car will be singing. Hey. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Don't aggravate, because they're blessing. You see, that is why, ah, you don't think about it. You, the blessing was in the mouth of Isaac. The blessing was in the mouth of Isaac. And you want to speak over Esau. What's the big deal? Why don't you just call Esau? Why don't you just call Esau? And say Esau. Come here. Kneel down. Do you know the story? I'll tell you. One time. Some young pastors went to see one of the big men of God in Ghana. I won't mention his name, but you know. And then when they went to see him, he came to preach somewhere. In fact, he came to preach in Prophet Kakras Church. I'll give you a clue. Okay. Then after he finished preaching, these young and zealous pastors, they ran to him and they said, Papa, Papa, bless us. <laughs> he said, you don't come to me down. He said, you don't understand protocol. You don't understand protocol. You have not brought venison. And you are asking for a blessing. <laughs> you have not brought venison. And you are asking for a blessing. <laughs> you don't understand protocol. Because when the blessing was in the mouth of Isaac, he could have called Esau. But he said, go and prepare me something. Bring me some venison that I may eat. And then when I am happy, when I am happy, then I So listen to me. I want you to be blessed. Amen. Your blessing is in his mouth. Amen. Make him happy. Amen. And you'll be blessed. Amen. In this way. You don't understand protocol. You have not brought 
venison and you are asking for a blessing <laughs> and finally oh we have to close I have more to say but I have to close no we're close I have other th- yeah listen finally a blessing that I want you to believe in okay believe in and always go for okay which we are going to do this afternoon is the blessing of communion so maybe you can get a communion ready First Corinthians chapter 10 First Corinthians 10 16 Hey It says The cup of blessing Which we bless Is it not the communion Of the blood of Christ Paul said The cup of blessing Which we bless is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? Paul called the communion a cup of blessing. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I want you to believe in the power of the communion. Paul calls it a cup of blessing. So every time we come to the lost table, we must come with a mind that we are come to partake of a blessing. Amen. And whatever curse was there, it will be overcome by the blessing. Amen. This afternoon, we're going to take the cup of blessing. Amen. Look, I'll tell you something. History has shown, history, history has shown that this cup is very powerful. There's a real life. Let me tell you something. Life and longevity is in the communion. Amen. As often as you do it, you do it in remembrance of me. What am I saying? Look, longevity. I'll tell you something. And you, you better believe it. I'll tell you something about the power, the longevity of communion. How it brings life. You see that. The only church, you see, the only church that do communion at every gathering, every place are the Catholics. Yes. Catholics. Yes. Even two or three small meetings is a communion. Yes. They do communion everywhere. And why am I saying that? And you can see that in spite of all their scandals, oh, yeah. all their troubles, oh, yeah. all their criticisms, all the disgraces, somehow a certain power is sustaining them yeah. because life is running through them. Communion. Amen. You better believe in the communion. Amen. I say you better believe in the communion. Paul said it's a cup of blessing. Let me tell you something. As we come to the lost table this afternoon, I'm, 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 believe in the power. Amen. Believe in the blood. Amen. By his stripes you are healed. Listen to me. Jesus Christ did not die of asthma. Okay. 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 He says something. 
he said something uh, 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 communion he said that do this in remembrance of me do this in remembrance of me in other words anytime you are taking com communion remember me communion is meant to remind us about Christ so, so think about Christ anytime you are taking communion so whatever could not happen to Christ could not happen to you because do this in remembrance of me so if he did not die from asthma you will not die from asthma if he did not die from diabetes you will not die from diabetes if he did not die from cancer you will not die from cancer if you do not die from accidents, you will not die from accidents. For you do it in remembrance of me. Because whatever blood was running through him, as you partake that communion, it is run through you. So anything that could not put Christ down, cannot put you down. Amen. So you do this in remembrance of me. Every time you are taking communion, remind me. Every time you are taking communion, it must remind me of you. It must remind you of me every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. That is why communion, I'm going to talk about it. That's why communion should not even be taken only. If you are a believer, from time to time, at home, when you are under attack, take the bread, take the wine, bless it, and take communion, and you see the power. Do this. It means that if Satan could not overcome him, Satan can overcome you. So as we say, say, when you do it, do it in remembrance. Remember me. Remember me. Remember me. Listen to me. Listen to me carefully. It means that as you are taking communion, if Jesus could forgive all his enemies, then as you are taking communion, remember that you must forgive all your enemies. Do this in remembrance of me. So if he hung on the cross and he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they are doing. Why can't you forgive Sister Rose who just uh, stepped on your toes? And by the way, if you don't want anybody to step on your toe in church, when you come to church, leave your toe home. <laughs> don't bring it to church. <laughs> because he... Let's leave it at home. Sorry, we don't step on it. He said, you see, he said, do it in remembrance of me. So every time you are taking communion, remember the Gospels, the life of Jesus Christ, what he did, what he said, what he overcame. And, let the, and, and remember, remember that. And that's the power that communion gives to you. Hallelujah. Yeah. The grave could not hold him. Sin could not overtake him. The Bible says he was tempted at every point, like us. And yet, huh, he was tempted at every point, like us, and yet without sin. So, as you take the communion, you must know that because of this communion, this Arab Lucy, she cannot tempt me again. Amen. Communion has given me the power. By the power of communion, this sin has ended in my life. Yeah. By the power of communion, this sin cannot dominate me anymore. Yeah. By the power of communion, this sickness has overcome it. Yeah. 
remembrance of me. The Bible says, the Bible says that, the Bible says that when they saw the multitude and he asked for bread, they gave him five bread and two fishes. And they said, oh, this is not enough. This is not enough. This is not enough. What is this among so many people? But he said, do this in remembrance of me. What did, in remembrance of me, what did he do when he had something that was not enough? When he had something that was not enough, he gave thanks. He gave thanks. And because of the thanks that he gave, what was not enough became more than enough. So as you take the communion, whatever is not enough in your life, instead of complaining, give thanks. And by the power of communion, it will become more than enough. Do this in remembrance of me. Can I have the communion, please? But let's stand up to our feet. With every head bowed. We are going to have communion right now. But you know, there is something that you need to do before communion. Because it's the body of Christ. Please, with every head bowed and every eye closed. I'm going to pray. With every head bowed and every eye closed. Paul said that some of you fall asleep. You fall asleep or you get sick because you don't understand communion. This afternoon, you came to church. You came to hear me preach. We are going to take the cup of blessing. But before we take the cup of blessing, it, the cup of blessing is for the saints. The Bible says that the reason why you have a problem because you don't, you, you don't discern or you don't understand it's not for everybody. Communion is not for everybody. It's for those who are born again who are saved. So this afternoon I want to give you an opportunity. You are here. You are not born again. When I say born again, it's very simple. It means you have believed in Jesus Christ. You have confessed with your mouth and you are saved before a witness. It means you are sure because if you want to ask are you a boy or a girl, you are sure. But when I say, are you a Christian? You are, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. No, it, means, it means you are not. So, this afternoon, before I sit down, I want to give you an opportunity. There is room at the cross. I want to give you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus Christ. There is room for you. God is waiting for you. Take a decision. A preacher came all the way from New York to talk to you about Christ. You see, you cannot, you see, life without Christ is a losing game. You cannot continue struggling like this. You need Jesus. Today, take a decision. Take a decision that I am tired of living my life anyhow. I want to be a child of God. I want to be 100% sure that when I die, I will go to heaven. I want to remove all the bats and the ifs. There is room at the cross. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. So if you are like that, I personally would like to pray for you. I personally would like to pray for you. So if you want to give your life to Christ, you want to be a Christian, you want to be born again, then without any movement, wherever you are standing, I want you to lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. Please lift up your hand. Look, when I say lift your hand, I'm serious. I'm, I'm, I'm more serious at this part than any part. 
Let your hand go above your head. Please. I'm I'm so serious. You see, when I say lift your hand, let your hand go above your head. I see your hand. God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. I'm, I'm very, very serious. This is the most serious part. Let your hand go up. This is the most serious part of the service. Please, I'm serious. I'm, I'm so serious. I see all the hands. Please, all those of you who lifted your hand, I am dead serious. I can see all the hands here. Please come, come forward. Come forward. Just walk to the front and I'll pray for you. Come, come. I'm dead serious. I'm not joking at all. This is the most serious part. There's a power here. Anybody, I saw your hand. You want to give your life? Come. Come. I'm dead serious. If you lifted up your hand and you are serious, come. 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 I'm waiting. I am really waiting for you. Anybody else? Anybody else? I'm waiting. Young man. Yes, Lord. I'm serious. I'm serious. Come. Don't sit there. Come. 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 I'm serious. Anybody else? I'm serious. I'm dead serious. This is the power. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, listen to me. Final call. Final call. I'm about to pray. I am about to pray. So come. 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 Final call. Final call. Final call. I'm about to pray. Lord said, don't let me finish this. Oh, maybe I should have come. Now, this is the time. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Listen to me. I'm going to pray for you. And I want the whole church to repeat after me. Heavenly Father, this afternoon, I come to you as a sinner. Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. Save me. Save me. Lord Jesus, I stand this afternoon as a sinner. Thank you for saving me. Satan, from this moment, you are no longer my master. Jesus is my master, my savior, and my Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. I am a child of God. Say it with confidence. I'm a child of God. Say it with confidence. I'm a child of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. What's your name again? Father, thank you for those brothers. They have come to affirm their faith in you. From today, Satan has no power over them. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. May they find life. May they find abundant life. In Jesus' name. What has been difficult up to this point, they shall overcome it. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. What's your name again? Phil. Phil, God bless you. You are a child of God. What's your name again, brother? Nazil. God bless you. You are a child of God. What's your name? Huh? Let's you are a child of God. Listen to me. You are my favorite guys. After church, I want to talk to you personally. Don't talk to anybody. Talk to me. Talk to me. It's a privilege. Because you are taking the most important decision. And you see the power. God bless you. God bless you. Please take your seat. Alright, keep standing. We are coming for communion. It's a spiritual thing. He said, as often as what? As often as you what? You do it in what? So are you going to remember Christ? 
what you know I'll tell you something it's going to go around think of all the problems in your life and if none of the problems can survive in, did not survive in Christ cast that problem right now and it will end right now because the, the blood of Christ is taking over of it so anything has sickness disease, problems, unforgiveness financial problems anything you have opportunity to speak into the cup of blessing so speak a blessing and reverse every case in the name of Jesus Father we thank you for the body and we thank you for the blood thank you that by his stripes we were healed this is the cup of blessing which we bless in Jesus name Amen please yeah, go ahead mm, mm. Mm. give her the microphone I want to hear the song And drinks my blood has eternal life. Mm, mm. For my flesh is meat and deep. Just take the bread, but don't eat it yet. Take the bread, but don't eat it yet. The cup of blessing that we bless is the communion of the body of Christ. The bread which we break is the communion of the body of Christ. This is the holy meal, the meal of God. It will sustain you. It will, it will sustain you. Oh, so when I see the blood, oh, 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 I will pass over you. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. When I see the blood, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. When I see the blood, when I see the blood, when I see the blood, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Christ, I will pass over you. I will pass over you. When I see the blood, the precious blood, the holy blood, I will pass over you. Dearly beloved, the Bible says our Lord Jesus Christ in the night in which he was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it and he said, this is my body which was broken for you. The Bible says of Elijah and when the raven came, they gave him bread and he was sustained for 40 days without bread. This afternoon, Peter said, by his stripes you were healed. This afternoon, as you partake of the body, let every sickness be reversed. Cancer reversed. Diabetes reversed. Asthma reversed. Depression and suicide attempt reversed. 
may the peace of God come over your life as you partake of this body the body of Christ the body of Christ the body of Christ you may eat the body And the Bible said that that same night he took the cup and he said this is my blood of the new covenant and as often as you do this you do this in remembrance remember me remember me remember how I overcame Satan remember how I made the not sufficient become more than enough remember is it one of the is it you see, let me tell you something. The first miracle that Jesus Christ did, okay, was he turned water into wine. What was the circumstances? The water needed to be turned into wine because there was disgrace coming. Here they have gone to a party, the thing is finished, disgrace is about to come. So by turning the water into wine, he saved them from disgrace so that the people will not be disgraced. This afternoon, Anything that is meant to disgrace you, we are turning it back. You will not be disgraced. You will not be disgraced. People will never laugh at you. Those who want to mock you, they will bite their tongue. Because God is about to shut them off of your enemies. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. You drink the blood. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes. Which was broken for you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Drink ye the sister's blood. He said, I want to see the blood. Which was shed. I will pass over you, my God. Thank you. Whoever eats my flesh. Whoever eats my flesh. My yes, Lord. Eternal life is coming your way. For my flesh. Yes, Lord. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.